And welcome back to another episode of Comic Misfits, the podcast that bridges the gap between the super comic book fan and the ones just getting started in the fandom. My name is Pedro, and I'm joined today by a resident Marvel knowledgeable knowledgeable human being, or I would call him, <laughs> what would you call yourself? The timekeeper of Marvel in the Comic Misfits world? Uh, I, I have tagged myself in my bio on Instagram at goldenboy underscore cosplay um, as the master of Marvel here at uh, Comic Misfits. I will go with the uh, Master of Marvel. Yeah, a Master of Marvel, but for sake of brevity, you can just call me Scott. <laughs> yeah, you know, Master of Marvel, but hey, I'm, I'm a humble <laughs> guy. I'm a humble guy, so call me Scott. We're here with Scott today. We're, we're going to talk all things episode four of Loki, which I don't know what it is about the Marvel uh, TV shows, but every fourth episode is like the best. I don't know if you remember what happened in Wanda. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember what happened in Captain America do, Winter Soldier. I do. I, I do. I do. I guess because they set them at the point of like they're all about six episodes each. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They've got to like build to something and they have kind of a rhythm down. Yeah, I mean it's all—it's all a formula. It's all a formula. It's all a formula to me. I—I I, don't—I'm not saying all, all of them are always going to be like this, but so far the fourth episode of all the shows are what actually hooked me into the show. They've I been think it's so when, good. I, well, I think it's when like introductions are finally over and we yeah. really get into like the meat of the show. Yeah, that's that's the way to say it. Yes, yes. Yeah. We stopped learning what everything is. Now we're learning why. Yeah, everything's now falling. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We've reached. We've reached the peak, yeah. and now we're coming down to the end of the ride. Kind of like me in high school, I peaked, and now everything just from there goes downhill. Well, your hairline peaked in high school, at least that. My hairline did not peak in high school. My hairline <laughs> peaked in middle school. Like, <laughs> real talk. <laughs> like, not going to lie. But, yo, episode four. Like, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know, spoilers are coming, so don't even come at us later but we were right right about pretty much most of the stuff that we talked about last week yeah yeah tva bad tva bad 100 like as always they kidnapped the kid as she was playing like so, also you were right where <gasps> they merged both characters it's wow. Lady Loki and Sylvie yeah. and, and Enchantress. You you got one. I am the Marvel. I'm the master of Marvel. You're welcome, eh, ladies and gentlemen. Don't come after my title. I'll fire you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You are. Yeah, this they is, did. Mer- yeah, so they now. did. They did. look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They merged both uh, yeah. characters, uh, their stories together, which is exactly. completely fine with me. I like that. I mean, it really uncomplicates things because, I mean, to really like understand the history of both Lady Loki and Enchantress, you need to read like 20 years worth of comics mm-hmm. and ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody. So nobody. So I'd rather they condense it and more. Um, I don't want to say retcon, but kind of. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a new character, even though it's a character we already know. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's easier to digest for the yes. casual consumer yes. of, of this media. Yeah, 100%. Because like you said, ain't nobody got time to read years I, of storybooks. E- even I don't. And I call myself the master of Marvel, which should more just give you an insight as to who I think of myself as a person <laughs> rather than my actual knowledge of Marvel. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah. Humility is your best quality, Scott. Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm the most humble. The humblest, <laughs> the humblest, humble person I've ever met. <laughs> but we were uh, right, and, and I, it blew my mind. I thought it was you know the beginning the 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 beginning of the sh- of the show just kicks it off like you know it, it, it's TVA bad I don't know how else to say it but they are bad and it's obvious now it's TVA bad but now we're really starting to find out why now yes. I have honestly I have more questions than answers now mm. yeah and I mean about like, the TVA. About the TVA, about the timekeepers, I have some theories that we're going to get into in a little bit. But um, (laughs) a lot of my questions and theories revolve around uh, Renslayer, the judge. Yeah. The the head, the head TVA person lady thing. Um, The one, the one that, um, the one that took uh, Sylvie as a kid, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, as we know, the big reveal in the episode is timekeepers are not real. They're they robots. Androids. Yes. They're, they're robots. They're fake. They're, it's, it's, it's not. Which, which I, I called it while I was watching the show, as I was watching the episode. Because, like, yeah. they're fighting. They look bad. And these three guys are just standing there, like, oh, oh, oh I'm going to stand here. I'm like, that's not okay. Like, I, I'm like, it has to be some kind of fake thing. They also, like, not to knock Marvel, but. Disney is give, has given them insane budgets for these shows. Yeah. And when I first saw the timekeepers, when they were first like revealed, I was so underwhelmed. Honestly, like, this looks yeah. these look like animatronics look at like Disney World. Animatronics at Disney World. Yep. And that's what I thought. Animatronics at Disney World look better. I'm like, are these really the timekeepers? Like they couldn't have like, I don't know, CGI'd or done some practical effects or something. Yeah. Like these guys don't look that good. And then it's revealed that they're fake. I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. Oh, it makes more sense. I was just like, listen, how are these people fighting in the, in the timekeeper sacred room in a special golden elevator? And they're just sitting there like, blah, 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 blah. I'm just gonna let them fight. If if, walk with me for a sec, let's do it. If they're really the timekeepers or if the timekeepers were real, they wouldn't be bothered by a bunch of low level because they know it's going to happen. Yeah, they, they couldn't be bothered, and they and they just don't need to care about that. If they're so powerful, why would they care about a bunch of lesser beings fighting in front of them when they've got the sacred timeline to curate? That's but true. as we find out, they're not real. So here's my question for you: If the timekeepers aren't real, who created the TVA? So I was about to ask the same thing in a, in a different form because. Before the time, one of the timekeepers, one of the lizard ones, I don't know, I can't tell which, I couldn't tell them apart. I don't know their names, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to lie. But one of them yeah. said, you are a product of a timekeeper or something along those lines to Sylvie. No, she called, uh, the, it, it, it called her a cosmic disappointment. Oh, did it? I understood it as the timekeeper saying something along the lines like, Sylvie is a huge part of the TVA, which to me... I think that Renslayer, I, I feel like she might have been the beginning. Here's what I think. And this theory was passed on to me by my good friend, David. Shout out, David. What up, David? One of the big bads that has been teased for phase four of Marvel. Mephisto. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not always Mephisto. 
phase four has been teased that they're going to be bringing in a couple different really big bads from Marvel, namely two mm-hmm. Galactus. Yes. And who I think is behind the TVA. Kang the Conqueror. Huh? Okay. Kang the Conqueror. Who is he? So Kang's whole deal is that he is a time traveler. Mm-hmm. And folding that into the TVA, I think that makes him a pretty solid bet for either one of the big phase four villains that are being teased here in these Marvel shows or the big villain of the Loki show. Right. Granted, Kang doesn't tangle with um, Loki so much as he tangles with the Avengers mm-hmm. um, and the X-Men. And I think the Fantastic Four a couple times. But yeah, I mean, just just with time travel alone and moving through time, I, I, I would say that it's Kang rather than like Galactus or someone. It could always be Mephisto, I guess. But <laughs> there's there's so many to choose from. I don't. But, I don't. Here's uh, the thing. I don't think it's Mephisto. I think Mephisto is probably going to show up in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, same. I think he's more of a bigger villain for Wanda rather than anybody else. Right. I and another thing that I think is that I don't believe that a big bad guy for like the next phase of Marvel is going to be introduced in the TV show. Oh, I don't think that would, I just don't think that's what they would do. I mean, I mean, they are pretty, what about like a tease, a tease? Sure. Kind of like, um, kind of like at at the movie, I forget which movie in the beginning at the phase one, when, when Thanos just comes out, like in in the end, like fine, I will do it myself. Oh, yeah. Well, Thanos shows up at the end of every Avengers movie. Right. So something like that, maybe. But I don't think we're going to see them like full on out. Like, hey, this is the big bad of phase four. Okay. So they might, you know, it might be Kane the Conqueror, but it might be kind of like a small, quick thing. I could be completely wrong. The next episode of Loki, we see like for for all we know. I mean, we could see that uh, that purple helmet. Right. um, I just don't think that. I mean, Marvel can do whatever they want at this point, and everyone's going to like worship it, right? So I, I can see them doing it, but in my, the back of my mind, I'd still feel like a big bad guy that was going to be the center of the Phase Four of Marvel. It probably would be introduced in the movie. You know, that's a good point, and I, I can I can totally get with that. I'm just kind of direct. Honestly, like I have no idea what's going on with Loki, and I'm just <laughs> grasping at straws. Yeah, no, there's so much that happened, especially in this episode. Yeah, this but, episode was um, great. So let's just keep uh, let's just keep digesting this thing because I watched it twice. I don't know how many times you watched it. I was only able to watch it once today. But, I'll probably consume it a couple more times. Yeah, but it was very um, good. I think we need to have a moment of silence for our jet skiing king oh, mobius that guy's the king that guy's the king man at the end he was so Is savage he dead, nah he's not dead he's just he's he probably went to the the world full of other mobius oh you think that's what it is that's what i think it is from what okay. i just looking at it face value right it, it looks you go like, where all your variants go yeah and you get pruned maybe ah i like that Cause then it's like the Loki world. I don't know. <laughs> That's gonna be insane next episode when we see Loki in that in this whole world I'm full just, of different variants. Of I'm Loki. just excited for Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. <laughs> like, I don't care about any of the other ones, but Alligator Loki is my new favorite animal. Spirit animal. 
he has he has, he has a little like Loki like horns yeah. thing. It's awesome. It's cute. We love it. Which I hope w- they make I hope they make stuff to animals. I probably will. they probably will. <laughs> Which brings me back to what I said last week about them keeping trying, like adding on to the Young Avengers, because Kid Loki is can- in canon a member of Young Avengers. Ah, so now we have Billy and Tommy Maximoff, Eli Bradley, Kid Loki. We're gonna get Kate Bishop. We got Sil- uh, Sylvie, but again, it's a different Sylvie, so I'm not gonna count her anymore. And um, Cassie Lang is gonna appear in Ant Man and the Wasp, the new movie coming out, which she's also part of Young Avengers. Oh, dude, you're just you're just sticking to your guns on Young Avengers, and I'm about it. I want to put my foot down and just hold on, like forever. Good call. Because I when I saw when I saw that kid, I go, wait, this is. Let me go look at this. Like, oh, Kid Loki. Okay, Mm -hmm. they keep adding. So I I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm still believing that the Young Avengers was gonna come up somehow in a movie, in a TV show, maybe in 2020. I don't know. 2020? Yeah, I'm making a joke. It's like it's gonna be super far in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't make it wrong. I said it was a joke. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, even the bad jokes. Oh my god. But maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. Just don't. I feel like Mobius is probably in a f- world full of Mobiuses. Or I just want him back. Oh, I think we're gonna get him back. Or what I what it could also be is when you get pruned, you go into this different universe. That could be it too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we see President Loki because we saw him in the trailer. Yes, vote Loki. Yeah, so it could um, be it could be that they go into a different universe where all the it's just populated by Lokis. No, populated by all by all um, variants, variants, like a variant Ooh. universe or whatever it's okay. called. Okay, that could be cool. Wouldn't that be, be really cool? You can see all the random variants of. But if there are multiple different universes spanning every different type of variant of every person that's ever lived, yeah, wouldn't that completely contradict the timekeeper's whole shtick? Because TVA's I think that, whole shtick. Because again, TVA isn't real. I think it's just an illusion. Could be. There's a lot going on. <laughs> because lot I'm going still because I'm also still confused on how they cleaned up the timeline after Sylvie bombed it. Right. They never explained how that happened. They just like, oh, it, if it got fixed, like how did it get fixed? Like she literally bombed the entire timeline with hundreds of different new str- like streams. True. How did you clean that up in an episode and didn't even tell anybody how you did it? That's true. So I noticed that too. Yeah, I thought it was super bizarre. Yeah. So I don't bizarre. know. But it, it it made I feel like ha- that that has to do with something because in the like previously on Loki, it showed that that happened, and then now it was like completely clean. So it has to be something part of the show. F- in the last two episodes. I, I can't see it not being part of that. I would hope they explain it because to leave a plot hole like that open is kind of, uh, it's, very, it's cool. very, it's very DC of them. Let's be real. It is it's very DC of them. Yeah. Thank you for admitting that. I got you. I got your back, bro. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was great. How 
the biggest part of this episode, it kind of revolves around two of these Minutemen, you know, C's 20, who apparently, according to Renslayer, is dead because she went insane. I think she got pruned. Oh, 100% got pruned. 100% got pruned. But she told our boy Mobius that she was, she went insane and died, which made no sense whatsoever. Which does lead me to believe that Renslayer is the, like the top dog here. Yes. Yeah. That was one of the things that made me believe that too, because who is she to do all this? Yeah. And she's keeping up the illusion of the timekeepers. I think she's the one who's pulling the strings. Right. And, and so a lot of the, a lot of the episode revolves around another agent of the TVA uh, B B 15 who won Sylvie took over her mind saw different things from the past that she thought she never had. Yeah. And so she took Sylvie into the Walmart of 2050, whatever it was. What is it, Roxy? Rock, rocks cart. Rocks cart. And she's like, hey, what is going on? Tell me what's going on. Did you implant that? And so that's when we kind of figured out, or when some of the agents started figuring out that, hey, we are actually variants and yeah. we are being brainwashed. Well, yeah, I mean, B-15, she had Sylvie show her her real life. And once she saw what she had gotten taken away by the timekeepers and by the TVA, she decides to rebel. And I think that's, I think that's cool. Uh, we haven't got a whole lot of, like, like background on this character. So I'm hesitant to say that, like, I care about the character. Right. Aside from having one cool moment of coming out of the elevator and throwing Sylvia's sword. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Like, I want to know, like, where, like, where some of these people came from, especially the ones that we've gotten to interact with in the show, like uh, B-15 and like... Um, Jimmy, or whatever his name was. <laughs> you a pill boy? Dude's got infinity stones in his desk. I want to know what he was up to in real life. He was he was chilling in Jacksonville, bro. Oh my god, stop it! Bortles, <laughs> Bortles. <laughs> I just want what I want. I want. I want the. I want the extended director's cut, where Sylvie comes on the plant on the on the on this on the scene, and shows our homeboy Mobius his fast life. And we see him being like a Florida man. Yeah. Like that's what I'm a want. Florida man. That's what He's I want. Riding a jet ski. All he cares about is jet skiing. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. I, yeah. Because he's so good. And I loved how he just was like, yeah, I know what I want. I want to go back to my life before it was stolen from me. And, and, and the fact that he believed Loki and like they were friends. Cause you know, when they were in that endless loop, Loki and, and and Mobius were like, "Hey, you're my friend. Trust me." And I'm like, "Oh, they're friends." And I thought yeah. that was great. I also I loved that we got to see Sif again. Yeah, for the first time since Dark World. Yeah, we we haven't seen Sif in a while, and I I, I loved the uh, I loved Sif and the uh, the Warriors Three. So seeing or knowing that the three of them are gone now after Hela's whole deal makes me very sad yeah um but um i i like that sip at least came back and did stuff yeah speaking of hella or is it hella hella Kate blanchett's character hella yeah hella speaking of hella 
Loki thinks he's in one of the, uh, you know, when he, at the end there, it, you see a closed captioning or just without closed captioning? I watched it with closed captioning and he doesn't think he's in Hela's world. In Norse mythology, t- time to go to school, Pedro. Okay. Teach in me. Norse mythology, there are nine realms. Yeah. Same in this. One of what? Same in Marvel, I believe. Marvel brought it over from Norse mythology. Yeah. So there is Asgard, where mm-hmm. the gods live, and there's Svartalfheim, where the dark elves live. There's Midgard, where humans live. There's um, Muspelheim, the realm of fire, where Surtur lives. Mm-hmm. And there is Hel, mm-hmm. H-E-L, or Helheim. Mm-hmm. And that is where you go if you don't qualify for Valhalla. Oh, okay. So if you if you die because you are sick, or um, old, or any manner of death which is unglorious, mm-hmm. and you don't qualify for Valhalla, you go to hell. Oh, okay. So that yeah, makes the, sense the, why he said that. The Norsemen were hardish, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, yes, so that's why Loki asked. Like, am I dead? Is this hell? Got it. Okay, I just, I, I just went with my. Hey, maybe he's thinking that he's in one of the worlds that Hella rules or whatever. Hell and Hella are two different two things. Different yes, I know, I know that much. Duh. <laughs> Duh. I know Hella's the the sister. Okay, I watch Ragnarok. Actually, in Norse mythology, okay, you're that Hella nerd. is Loki's daughter. What? Hela and Jormungandr and um, Fenris Wolf mm-hmm. are all children of Loki. Yeah, I read that somewhere too. Yes, I read that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, in the Marvel Universe, Hela is his sister. His sister, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so, we're talking about Marvel. I'm, I'm sorry. I just love Norse Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, it could have just been him saying his, his spiel or it, could be, or it could end up meaning something at the end. Because we saw at the in the in the in the post credit scene that it is New York. They are in New York. We see the the Avengers Tower in ruins. Like a destroyed New York, but yes. Yes. So I'm kinda I kinda wanna I kinda wanna see more of classic Loki, to be honest with you. When you say classic Loki. Remember in, remember in the remember at the in the post credit scene? Oh, like comic book Loki. Yeah. Like with Sorry. the green outfit, with the super like green outfit, with the little like yeah, helmet horns, yeah. and he's like super old. I want to see I more of see that what he's guy. About. Yeah, that guy looks cool. <laughs> he seems cool. I want more of that guy, and I want the, <laughs> I want to see more of the other Loki that looks like Thor, with the mm-hmm. with the hammer, but it's like yeah. welded on into like a wrench. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. But my like, favorite one, like Mad Max Loki. <laughs> Yes, Mad Max Loki with the beard. He's like ready to yeah, go to battle with the wrench. You look cool. Yeah. And, but my favorite so far, hands down, no no questions asked. Ten out of ten, highly recommend. Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki, our new our new our new. Uh, That's our new a new mascot. Savior. That's our new my religion. Mascot. That's my mascot. Alligator Loki. He just looks so cool with the little kid with the kid holding him. I'm like whoa. Like, pause. I'm like pause this right here. Let me watch this again. One thing I, I I also loved about the episode was Mobius calling out Loki on his just severe narcissism, so much so to catch feelings for himself. <laughs> I know. 
I saw that too. I was, and that's how, and Hey, again, we were right again because the TVA found them and they, and they, and they left, um, the moon that was very poorly named. Oh yeah. Yeah. They did find them on Lamentus. Lamentus. Yeah. See, so man, we're like, we're on fire. We're killing it. We're killing it. We're probably going to hit, we're probably going to hit a bump in the road at some point. Yeah. Probably. Preferably soon. Cause I don't want to be right anymore, but uh, probably, I'm, probably. it's probably going to be my fault too. Like I'm going to, I said something stupid and it's going to end up in like, see, you, you should have just waited, but Hey, whatever. I, I just, yeah. So they caught them because they created this really, really, really intense nexus, nexus event. Nexus event. And yeah. It's like, have you ever seen anything this high? And then that's when you find out it's because Loki loves himself that much. He loves himself that he, his love for himself is so powerful that he's able to break the timeline. (laughs) See, like you might be arrogant, Scott, but you're not breaking parallels to the universe, creating a Nexus event level arrogant. So if anyone ever, so never, if anyone ever calls you arrogant again, just say that. It's like, yeah, but I never created a Nexus event. I have dreams. I strive to be there. <laughs> I thought that was really good. And how he just sat there kind of like, yeah, yeah. Like it was funny seeing his like mind like click. working through it. Like, yeah. wait a minute. I do. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that something I should be worried about? <laughs> his face. I, I was watching his face reaction when, when Mubi was talking to him. And it, it was literally like one of those. Oh, oh. Yeah, I see that. Okay. I, I do love myself. <laughs> to the point of creating an entire different timeline and ruining everything. Yes. Yeah. And again, I don't want to keep, keep bringing it up, but we called that too. We did. Man. <sighs> we did. I, I, we called it, but I got to be honest. And I, I forget what I said last episode. Cause to be honest, I forget what I had for breakfast this morning. Yeah, me, uh, too. <laughs> me too. But, uh, I don't love the fact that they are doing like an item there. Yeah. Um, but I also think I, that they're, I, I, don't, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't feel like Loki is the kind of character that requires a love interest. Right. Yeah. So to, to put that in, it, it, it's almost like, okay, I'll take it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like ordering a hot fudge sundae. And they put two cherries on top. He's like, I only really needed one, but I guess I'll take this. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, okay. What, how, how, how else would they have left Lamentus two then? Or Lamentus one? You're right. You're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to record that and have that as your ringtone for me forever now. Great. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. <laughs> but, um, it, it seems, know. it seems a little played out. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, like, Loki's a strong independent. She don't need nobody. <laughs> I get where you, I totally get where you're coming from. And I feel like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't needed, but it kind of ended up, I guess, the reason that they're still alive, even though one of them I mean, is dead. Again, again, again. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stating my opinion on the no, matter. No, for sure. For I sure. Don't, I don't, I, I just, love interests for characters that don't need it don't need it it's just kind of played out yeah just kind of played out. a little bit just a little bit just kind of played out i don't i'm not i'm not about it um <laughs> do you think do you think that with the loki we know 
So I guess Loki, with Loki being pruned, that by the end of this show, Sylvie will be the new Loki. Hope not. In the official line timeline. I hope not. Why? Because I want Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I, I, I like Sylvie. I like Enchantress. I think she's a great character. I think she's a great foil for Loki. And I think she and him could cause some real trouble for the Avengers and for Thor. But I really love Tom Hiddleston playing Loki. This is a role that he was really born to play. Like he's really good at it. And to lose him, like I thought we'd lost him after Endgame. Mm-hmm would be devastating for me at least because he's my favorite part of the mcu Mm, okay so as good as sylvie is i like my loki that way (laughs) (laughs) i get it Uh, yeah i get it i i just some i i sometimes feel feel as if that could be where they're going, though. It could. It certainly could. And I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I'd hate it. It just wouldn't be your favorite. But it just wouldn't be my favorite anymore. It wouldn't. I would. I would refer to that character as Sylvie or Enchantress. I would not. Um, I don't know if I'd call them Loki. Yeah. If they became, if they joined the MCU. That's true. So we'll see. We'll certainly see. Interesting enough. I mean, for all we know, Loki could come back. Loki could be unpruned and come back. Yeah, because he again, I feel like they're in. Because we've got two more episodes of this show. Yeah, and I still think that he is in a different parallel universe that he's gonna find himself his way back to the main yeah. timeline. That's what he does. I mean, so I think so. What else? What else stood out to you from this episode? Another incredible fight. Oh yeah, more incredible fight choreography from this show. Uh, the fight in the timekeeper's chambers was uh, incredible, uh, really well choreographed. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could pick anything else that really stood out to me. It was mm-hmm. a really good episode. It was a fun episode, and we learned a lot. But there's also a lot more to do. There's a lot more to cover and mm-hmm. there's two more episodes to go. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to finally start getting some explanations and answers. Cause this one was the final, like big questions. Like, wait, the timekeepers aren't real. Who's the timekeepers? And wait, you don't die. If you're pruned, then where do you go? Right. There's a whole lot like it's finally come to like these couple really big questions mm-hmm. and now we're going to start getting answers in the final two episodes what if, what if the timekeepers are real but that chamber is just fake timekeepers like i am the great and powerful oz yes just like oz don't would, like it would that not be good because i don't think you would i think it'd be kind of dumb no i'd hate that <laughs> i want there to be like one malevolent being that's just like well it was actually me all along because that's what superhero things are it's like oh it's this it's the one super villain so and and i i want it to be Renslayer who's been pulling the strings i have another idea what if it's Renslayer with hella pulling the strings hella's dead i don't know you don't know that yeah we do no you don't 
Okay. <laughs> How do you know? Because of Ragnarok? I don't. She lives as long as Asgard lives. Mm, okay. Asgard was destroyed. Mm-hmm. There's a new Asgard on the Earth now. Maybe that became a thing. New Hella. <laughs> new Hella. It'll be New Hella. What up, y'all? God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Me too. God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Hello, Watson. Hello, y'all. I'm from Earth. Oh That'll be oh rough. God. Oh my God, she's from the Oklahoma that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Hello. I don't. Stop it. Stop it. I'm just Cut saying. It. Cut it. Roll credits. <laughs> it's over. It's Get over. the music going. I'm done talking. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm spitballing ideas. See what stick. If one out of 20 things I say sticks, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's a terrible, terrible percentage, but I'll take it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into actual things that make sense because you, you, you know more about the Marvel cinematic universe than I do. You know, mm-hmm. we talked, we talked a little bit earlier about, things that you think are going to happen in these last two episodes. So what are some of those things in these last two episodes? Um, I think we're going to get a reveal for the timekeepers mm-hmm. or the TVA and really what it is. And honestly, in almost the most perfect Loki esque fashion, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's and about it. it. That's my wrap up the and show today, it. guys, because we have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> 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 no, I agree with you. 100%. I agree with you. Um, that's what's been so good about the show. It's the fact that we can't really guess what's going, what's going to come next. So exactly. Like with cap with, with Falcon and winter soldier, we knew what was going to happen in the end. Mm-hmm. And I, Kind of the same with WandaVision. We knew yes. that, like, oh, she's going to go down. Like, it's, she's going to have to take everything away and be sad again. Like, with this, I'm at a loss. It feels I like it's uncharted territory with this one, too. A little bit. A little bit. And there's no better guide through that art, that uncharted territory than Loki, in my opinion. Right. Because you can't. He, he is uncharted territory. Right. He is mischief. He is chaos. And I love it. Yeah. And you can't really, you know, I was thinking about this before we got on, you know, it's uh, WandaVision had some elements of the comics that made sense to it. Um, Falcon and Soldier obviously also had a lot of um, things from the comics, but I've been trying to find stuff on Loki on the series and what's kind of loosely based on at least. And I can't seem to find anything. Which also, you know, I've read, I've read, uh, I've read, I've read a line that it's sort of, but not really based on Loki agent of Asgard. But I don't think so. Cause I was reading it the other day and it kind of didn't like have, I didn't, I didn't see it. At least, but, and I think that's, what's great about the show. It's, it's the MCU taking over and, you know, staying, staying accurate to some of the, some of the comic things that we talked about earlier, like Sylvie and whatever else, but forging their own way to a new movie, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Which is like it, which is why we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I like it. that. I like when you don't. I, I like it. when you can't predict what a comic book movie or show is gonna do, 
because it's not just I, grabbing I the source material. I wouldn't be excited if I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Well, I wouldn't be as excited if I did know what was going to happen. I mean, right. Yeah. And that's why I love, I love, I love it when you don't know and you don't, and yeah. there's no real source material for it. For example, you know, it's been said that, you know, it's not Marvel, but it's said that the Batman film with Rob Pattinson is based on Long Halloween. So I already know what's going to happen. I, I wish there wasn't. And I think that's some of the stuff that we, that this show gives us that we were liking so much because we can't really well, sticking, get. S- sticking to your metaphor. Um, that's in my opinion, what was so great about the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. There, there were the only, really the only things that were taken from the comics were names and places. Yeah. And exactly. everything else was, completely new and original and fresh yes and you had and no idea what was gonna was happen a, exactly and that that was why the christopher nolan trilogy is the um like the crowning achievement of dc in the last 20 years in right. my opinion yeah because i like it when you don't when you know what's gonna happen but even in the but even marvel the the the, the their movies are loosely based on the comics obviously the infinity war saga is based on the infinity war saga just exactly. a lot differently portrayed, but still the same concept. So you kind of knew what was going to happen in the long run if you read the books. Yeah. But this this Loki series, there's nothing, which is great because these last two episodes are going to be a fresh, you know, enjoyable ride for everyone that's watching. Fans of comics, fans not fans of comics, fans of the, only the MCU. Everyone's going to be happy, I believe. Exactly. Um, I, I, that That's... Just in my opinion, why this show is one of the best ones or the best one of the uh, three Disney Plus series that we've gotten so far. Yeah, it is safe the most to say, predictable, yeah. and it's the most fun to watch. Safe to say, to me, it's my it's my favorite one so far. Are the three? This one's my favorite one. Let's go, hundred percent. Hey, we said it at the same time. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying where this is going. I'm looking forward to the last two episodes, and of course, we're gonna have all those episodes on Comic Misfits with me and Scott going through it and letting us know, you know, telling us what's happening because <laughs> that's what, that's the best thing that we know because we don't know a lot, but we do we know a little bit. So Exactly. It's, ta- it's time to get some answers and I'm excited to get them. And these last two episodes, these last like finale parts of the show, I think are going to be really, really good. And I'm yeah. really excited. So don't forget to follow us on social media at Comic Misfits and... But for now, my name's Pedro. And my name is Scott. A.K.A. the Marvel Universe Knowledgeable Person, or whatever he called himself. You know what? Sure, I'll take it. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Take care, and we'll see you guys next week.